Hello everybody, welcome back. This is Bob's Taverncast, the show that's all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds, live from Bob's Tavern. I am your bartender, Jay. I'm your bartender, Don. And I am your bartender, Dave. And it is patch week. We have a bunch of minions, a bunch of heroes to talk about. But before we do that, let's take a moment and make a toast to our patrons. the patrons of the tavern who support our adventures <laughs> and drink our mead so thank you to all of our patrons that help support the show you can join them over at patreon.bobstavern.pub hey everybody how's it been it's a long time no uh no speak to yes. it's going pretty good for me yeah going pretty well we missed you last week i think we did. i think we managed though but Good, good to have you back so that I don't have to <laughs> delete everything again. Uh, no, you did, you did great. Like I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was interesting listening to it. You know, from my end, not you know, not from like, hey, we're gonna talk about everything. I had no idea what y'all were talking about, and then I hear that like, oh, hey, elementals are coming and all this other stuff, and I'm like. But, but but I can't I can't be there. I don't like this. Oh, we didn't even know about the elementals. <laughs> yeah, so we wound up getting the episode out like the same day that they announced elementals. And I think it was literally within like I think it was like 30 minutes after the announcement, the episode went live. Yeah. So that was me, my fault. <laughs> like my bad, <laughs> but I I am stoked to to jump in and talk about this stuff um and i'm glad to be back and yeah let's let's just jump in i guess patch 18.4 uh did a few things one uh season two started which season two in beta that's kind of uh, again kind of weird but i'm not gonna not gonna sit on that um season two came with a complete visible MMR refresh and a new rating system. So your hidden MMR will still be whatever it was, and that's how they'll do matchmaking. But what you will see is your overall rating, which will be very similar to ladder. And uh, basically, or I guess the old ladder system, kind of, I don't know. I don't know how you would consider it that. But basically, you get points for every game that you place in the top four. Uh, after you've reached 2,000 points, uh, if you don't place in the top four, you will lose points. And there is a rating floor at every 500 points until you get to 6K. And uh, just happy to say, like, in the week, I've, gone, I've gotten back up to about 4K. Everyone started at zero, which was interesting. You didn't start at the 4K, you know, as before. So... Yeah, I've been playing a lot, playing a ton. Hit 200 first place wins, 1,200 top fours. Like, it has been massively fun. And I think the biggest reason it's been fun is because the elementals have arrived, which came with a bunch of new heroes. But before we talk about them, 
How's everyone digging the new season so far? Or I guess the new season rating system. It's weird. I, like, I'm not used to it yet. Uh, and I, I think the, the biggest thing that has been really weird for me is that the rating number reset, and then it started at zero, so that was funky in the first place, but the top fours and your first place numbers stayed the same. And then, so it's like looking at that going, I have zero rating, but I have like 250 top fours. What? <laughs> like, it looked weird. And so it keeps throwing me off every time that I, every time I go into play a lobby and then it's like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I kind of wish that were separated, like, and you could see kind of your all time and then like the current season stuff. And then you could kind of get a feel for how have I been doing rating wise to how many like top four placements and how many first places I'm doing. Uh, but other than that, I'm enjoying it so far. It seems, seems like a cool system. Yeah. I have been enjoying the new season so far. Um, the rating system. I like that they're giving us a decent head start boost since we're coming from zero uh, all to go back up in our ratings. Um, I think maybe having the ranked floors be every 500 is... See, I, and I'm not 100% sure how climbing goes. At what point do you stop earning the, the 300 for a high placement? Or if that's just how things are going to be and then people's going to have some really high ratings coming in eventually. Um, I agree with Dawn about separating separation of stats. I was quite interested. I was quite interested in myself also to see that. Um, and maybe after some time and after this, after this new system kind of comes in, um, in maybe not this season, but next season they might, uh, they could probably implement it. I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of time now to, uh, start working something like that into the system. But overall, I've, I've really I think the one thing that I'm interested uh, in is how long are these seasons going to last? Because the last one lasted 10 months. And, I mean, if if they're talking about resetting it with every new expansion, then this will be a, you know, a short one. It'll be three months. Um, so I, I wonder, like, if the expectation is, you know, you build your rating and then you eventually, you know, either get to the leaderboard or you don't. And then in three months, it resets every time. That kind of feels bad. Like, I wish that there was a more solid, like, I guess, reward system or a reason for climbing. Like, I just think about that. Like, when you do ladder every single month, it resets, but you're also rewarded for how far you got. Whereas, you know, this time it was, you played for 10 months, you received nothing for all of the time that you played, which I mean, again, they don't, they don't have to give you anything, mm -hmm. but I just wonder, is it, if it's going to be like every 10 months or every year it resets, or if it is like every single month, it's going to reset, then I would like to see the same type of reward system, especially since, this solved all of the problems except for the idea of like P 
people that just play Battlegrounds, you still don't really get any rewards for playing Battlegrounds. I mean, you get the 10 gold, but I mean, that's that's a lot of playing for 10 gold, you know? Yeah, I think that's... Dave and I talked about that last week when we knew that a change was coming, but we didn't know what it was. And yeah, we kind of said that too, like comparing it to Ladder, how it'd be great to see some sort of you know, monthly chest or some like type of rewards, you know, whatever that entails. But yeah, something like that would be, would be really cool. And I, I do hope that we see that in the future. Yeah. I, I still want to see that. Um, I do want to note on some, some good news is that they have reduced the cost of the tavern pass for the remainder of the school and man cycle, uh, which is nice. <laughs> Would have been nice if they did it before, but better late than never, I guess. It'd be yeah. nice if they gave a reward to the people that bought it early. Oh, that'd be true. Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> like, hey, we're sorry. Here's a thousand gold back. That's because we're about halfway through. I think they did that before, too. Did they? About halfway through, they reduce it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. So... Well, they also introduced a bunch of new content in there as well. So we'll have to see how the new rating system works and how these new seasons work. But let's jump into some of these new heroes and we can start with uh, the master exterminator himself, the killer of all bugs, um, both except for arachnids, apparently. Uh the die insector himself, uh, Ragnaros, the Fire Lord, um, he's back. So, or he was in. He was in originally, right? Was it Ragnaros that was in that would deal eight damage to like one minion? Yeah, probably. That sounds I like a Rag so. thing. So yeah, Rag is back, and he has a new hero power, and it is after you kill twenty enemy minions. Your hero power changes to Sulfurus, which at the end of your turn, give your left and rightmost minions plus four, plus four. So the early impression of this is that Ragnaros has dethroned Jandus as the what were you thinking uh, hero um, and is absolutely broken. Uh, has a 92% pick rate, average placement of 3.1, and is rocking a 26% first place finish rating. Um, and Jandis still has a higher first place win rating. The difference is Jandis gets first place or she kind of falls off a little bit. Ragnaros is like first place 26%, second place 24%. Third place, fifteen percent. So it's it's kind of disgusting to see how this hero has been just wrecking people uh, in the end game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Infinite, infinite plus four, plus four scaling, and you can always and like you can switch out what minions are your far right and your far left. Yeah, now usually. When you're positioning, you want certain stuff in set spots. Um, 
gosh, that's just so good. Like, and it's only after you kill 20 minions. So if you win your first couple around, you're well on your way to having a busted yeah. game. And it also helps, I don't know, with the little tribe called Murlocs that it helps them buff even harder. And they don't even necessarily have stuff that sits on the far right intentionally. So it looks like around turns 6, 7, and 8 are usually when Sulfurus kicks off. And it just spikes. It's so weird. Like your combat win rate is like in the 50s until about turn 4 five and then after that it just yeah. goes higher and higher and higher until it's like 77 yeah. percent at like turn nine and it's just so disgusting yeah yeah they old rag like kind of just the guy shows up at the gym occasionally and not looking the best and then he comes back and he's <laughs> absolutely jacked and has and has and, ha and can max bench press like over can max bench press like a, a crap ton of weight at this point that's what rag is like now like yeah i look i just looked at this and i said i said this is gonna be so good i haven't been offered rag but i'd pick him in a heartbeat so so what i'm hearing is you heard it here first rag got swole <laughs> Rag Rag got yep. very swole. Rag's Rag might get fined Rag. by the league for juicing. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he went from Ragnaros to Swagnaros. Oh, I'm so glad you're on the show. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I've I Chenbala. I've always I've always called him that. Move, on, moving yeah, on. <laughs> Chinbala is taking a ton of hits on the chin. Um, but anyway, the passive hero power, after you play three elementals, reduce the cost of upgrading Bob's Tavern by two. I thought that this would be good. I thought this would be really good. And yeah, no, not, not so much. I guess when you're getting pogoed to death or you're getting hit by a Swagneros that you just, you can't keep up. So... I don't know. I've tried it, yeah, but it didn't go well. And if I'm looking at Chinvala, it's tier four down at the bottom. Like it's actually, actually, actually dead last. I didn't think anything was gonna overtake Galakrond at the bottom, <laughs> and then Chinvala happened. So that's brutal. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. And I always was the type of person who thought that Galakrond... I was always so surprised it's that Galakrond is dead last. And I still don't know why exactly. But yeah, Chinval is now dead last. And I mean, usually passive hero powers aren't that bad. I don't... Like, I looked at this and I thought Chinval would be middle of the road, essentially, when I saw this. I think at the end of the day, like the problem with Chinvala is that you are locked into one archetype. Like you can't 
you can't grow when you're forced to play elementals. And and I mean, of course, like right now, everybody is trying to play elementals because elementals are like the new hotness. It's so like when you're saying like I'm stuck only playing this one type and everybody else wants it. I mean, you're not going to get as many as you'd like. Um, I hope that they don't like react too early and like buff this thing by making it like, all right, reduce the cost by three then. And then like once elementals kind of fizzle out a little bit more, it then becomes busted. So I I don't know. I, I think that, it's a victim of everyone trying to play elementals right now. So it's struggling to take full advantage of the growth. And then there's also the idea of like, okay, you might reduce it by, if you're lucky, you get to reduce it by two every turn, but then you don't get to like, you're constantly changing your board. So like you can't build the elementals that you have unless you're just swapping out the same one every time and then you're going to always have this one weak elemental that's not really growing so it's like it's forcing you to stick to like a single archetype but it's also forcing you not to buff all of your minions effectively because you're you're just doing your best to continuously like grow Yeah, I I think also there's just, yeah, there's too much required. I guess kind of like I said, it, it forces you and there, there's almost too much to get that reduction. Like, um, what's the swashbuckler? The, the one that reduces the tavern cost by one, the minion? Yes, the swabby. swabby. It's like, why don't I just grab one or two of those and discount and not be forced into that and i can if i'm gonna be trading out minions and selling it anyways like i would just rather do that than than be forced to play multiple minions to get that yeah i agree we'll definitely have to keep an eye on it maybe maybe it'll start to catch fire um in the near future but Someone that is catching fire, mostly because it's a flame elemental thing, is Rockin' Ishu. Unfortunately, if if Chinfala is ice cold at the bottom, Rockin' Ishu is right there <laughs> next to her. So uh, the fire is not burning too bright. But anyway, Rockin' Ishu's hero power costs two. And Tavern Lighting, give a random friendly minion stats equal to your Tavern tier. Um, I mean, I think it's... I haven't played Rakanishu yet. I think that the hero power idea is good, but I think that two just costs too much. And if you're using your hero power, then you're not developing your board as much. And again, it's, it's hard to get out of in the early game. So it's like if I'm paying two to get plus one, plus one, that kind of sucks, you know, especially when I can level up, yeah, you know, or I can go to Tavern Tier 2, and then even then, plus two, plus two. I mean, that's not a lot. You're not developing your board. You're not doing anything. It doesn't get until, like, Tavern Tier 4 that you're really starting to see any kind of effects because then you're getting, like, Ragnaros kind of buffs. But 
the problem there is at four, you're trying to get goldens, you're trying to get, you know, stronger minions, you're trying to buff stuff and still develop a board. And this takes away from that idea. Whereas there are just so many heroes now that do that and then some. Yeah. This guy. Number one to note, his hero power is additive. It doesn't uh, actually change the stats. It just gives them a certain amount of stats per their tavern tier. So, because I know I was very confused as to the wording, and it just means that it adds the stats onto that minion. Um, I don't know. I I wasn't too impressed when I saw this, um, and it's kind of proving out to be that way, unfortunately. Like we got four, we got four heroes. We talked about th three of them, and two of them are tier four, which is unfortunate. But maybe, but like, I think that making rocking issues hero power cost one would probably make it better. Yeah. Let's. Uh, how is Edwin's? Edwin's is one as well, right? Ed. Edwin's is Edwin's one, one, and it's based Edwin's on how well you developed your board. So, like, buy three yeah. minions. Even if you just buy three minions and then use the hero power, even if one of them was one that you wanted, that's still better than this. Yeah, and yeah. then... Oh, what was the other one I was thinking? Oh, uh, Mukla, right? Like, similar kind of thinking, similar kind of hero getting the bananas and buffing and that turned out not to be very strong either i mean gave everybody else the buff but yeah kind of the the same concept and so i kind of see why they're not doing that well i, I mean like i said I, I think that there are just so many heroes right now that are just better yeah. and i mean that it sucks but it is what it is it's like if why would you pick this when you have so many other better options? There's 51 bosses now. This, you have options. Take take better ones than this. And one that you might be able to take is Alakir, the Windlord. Um, swatting insects is his hero power. At the start of combat, give your leftmost minion. Wind Fury, Divine Shield, and Taunt. So... This one's been middle of the... I don't want to say middle of the road, but it's definitely performing better than some of the other new heroes. But um, I don't know. I feel like Alakir is... For what it's doing, it's not performing as well as I expected. I thought it would be a lot better than it seems to be. It's still doing pretty well though considering it's tier two yeah. yeah middle of the pack i mean it's, it's no ragnaros <laughs> no yeah i the when i look at these these the way that battleground the way that hs replay has this split up i'm not a hundred percent sure that i like how they split things up Concerning, like, well, Rag is the only tier one. 
and then everybody else is, you know, all the way down to like five, four point five. Average placement is tier two. I, I, I mean, I understand why, but I feel like I, I, I said this in the uh, pre-show for our patrons, but I think that like pretty much everything that's refining up is like I consider it a tier one in total, just because they pr perform well consistently. Um, or even if you just want to put Janice and Maev up in that type of category who have a greater than four average placement. But I mean, Alakir, just looking at Alakir, I think that given given the right circumstances, hero power can be extremely strong. Of the passive power of giving like some big buffed minion who um Murlocs. You give them you give a poison Murloc this, that is That's insane. what I was gonna say is it's it it becomes all about like how survivable is this thing? Because Sure, Divine Shield means it's not going to die on the first hit, but you also got to remember, if you don't go first, this thing also has taunt. So that means unless yeah. you got just a bunch of other taunt minions, there's a good chance it's going to be one of the first things to get hit. And if it does get hit first, then it didn't really do anything. So I, I think that there's... yeah. Do, do you want to get... I mean, I, I get... It doesn't make sense for the hero power, but if you gave, you know, the minion poison as well, like if you just gave, like adapt, adapt this minion for this turn only, like give it all the adaptations, like maybe that would be kind of cool. But I, oh, I don't wow. think that that would necessarily fit the idea of like, I'm the wind lord, I do win things. And, but I mean, I also don't think that, I think if you didn't give it taunt, it would be better. I wonder if we ask people who played Hearthstone if they actually know what Alakir the Windlord's card is, if they would be able to tell you at this point. Because obviously, Wind Fury, Divine Shield, and Taunt is what he has for his stat. It's what he has on top of his stats. So I think that's really awesome that they made that his thing, personally. But yeah, I'm, I mean, just seeing that it's performing all almost to me shows like the imbalance that we talked about last week the imbalance in in heroes because he probably should be in the middle of the pack or i don't know yeah i mean performing at four being a tier two is kind of interesting i'd like to see a better of shake up almost but that's not obviously going to happen right now i'm trying to remember when when these were first announced I know people were kind of under hyping Ragnaros. I can't remember which of the ones were they over hyping. Or which one was that? Do you know? Okay. Probably Chinvala. Maybe. Yeah, because I just remember everyone was like, "Oh, this one's gonna be yeah. so good," and I kind of saw Celissa uh, make a, a tweet about it, and then Cora was replying, "Like, yeah, people are definitely." underestimating Greg, and then here we are like yep that's <laughs> uh, a thing well and and again I, I think that the reason why some of these heroes are struggling mostly just Chinvala is because we have a whole new set of minions like there's there's like what 13 minions or something like that that they added so uh, everyone wants to play with these elementals. 
So, I mean, again, you can't, it's in a forced meta right now. It's almost like at the beginning of every like new card, like, uh, or I guess new expansion, everyone plays aggro. Like that's how it feels right now. It feels like if you're playing elementals, you're just everyone else until people start figuring out like, how do I win without playing elementals? that's when we'll start to see like what the real meta quote unquote looks like for this season. Yeah. And, and the fact that, so right now with this as well, uh, kind of like before they're rotating out uh, tribes, but this time it's two tribes because we have this one added in. So two rotate out every game. Uh, but right now elementals are part of every game because there's a new thing so kind of like when we had the pirates introduced and they were always there uh, so i will be curious to see kind of how these things do yeah. uh, once that that initial period is over and elementals can rotate out as well definitely and and i would expect that that will end Maybe on October 13th, once everyone has access to all of the heroes. Right now, all of the new heroes are only available to those that have the Tavern Pass. Uh, as we mentioned before, the Tavern Pass did drop in price. So if that's your thing, go get it. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait two weeks. So uh, let's jump into these elementals that are here. We're not going to try to spend too much time on them because there are there's 16 of them. Um, so the first one is... Celemental. Um, it's Celementary because it is a tier one, two, two. That when you sell this, you get another tier one, two, two elemental. Um, I just want to say I really like the design of this. I like the idea that you can use this to get an early advantage by leveling up early but also not having to sacrifice your board state. And this operates so well with some of the other minions that we'll talk about later. 10 out of 10 name. <laughs> yeah, 10 out of 10 name. 10 out of 10 elemental. It gives you shout outs to water droplet. It is. The cutest art oh, that so cute. Hearthstone's ever created. It it rivals it rivals Snowflipper Penguin. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone who loves penguin so much but that's my new favorite like cute art okay but yeah i really like this card great design like jay said it's, it's great to keep tempo going because you get another one so you know it's you sell it and then it reforms and you haven't lost tempo and it can help you level early the next one that's uh tier one is refreshing anomaly and Refreshing Anomaly uh, Battle Cry is your next refresh cost zero. And just a note on this, it isn't the next refresh this turn. It is your next refresh. So I really like grabbing one of these uh, when you're about to, when you know that you're going to be taverning up the next turn and you know that you're going to be selling something on your board. Like it, yeah. it just makes it, a smoother transition, especially when you have a hero like Omu, where you're also getting, you know, bonus points for, you know, extra mana when you do level up. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like making Omu become Nas. And that can happen. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, cause, and I love it. I love the fact that <laughs> I can't <laughs> can't imagine being Nas Dormu and getting this. You get your zero mana to start. Then you just buy one of these, you do it again, and you get another refresh. It's pretty nuts. Um, I really, really love the design of refreshing anomaly. Um, and the golden version of the card refreshes it, makes your next two cost zero. Um, which is also really cool. Allowing discounted refreshes is nice. Also can help. That can help Millhouse. This is probably a card that Millhouse players are looking for all the time. Oh yeah, since it, you know, since you're having to pay more per refresh anyway. Yeah. Kind of un almost like it unnerves him a bit, but it's a tier one, and there's a whole bunch of other minions that exist. I don't really have anything to add on this one specifically. <laughs> All right, well, moving on to Tier 2, we have Party Elemental. I'll just do both of the ones that are in uh, in Tier 2. So we have Party Elemental and we have Molten Rock. Sure. Party Elemental is a 2-2 two -two that after you play an ele Elemental, give another random friendly Elemental plus one plus one. Uh, and he likes to boogie with his little disco ball. Uh, and then Molten Rock is a Taunt, 2-3 with Taunt. This is after you play an elemental gain plus one health. You know, like I said, I, I think that both of these are fine. I do like having them kind of in the mid game. Uh, the idea around elementals is that if you pro if you swear by elementals, you can kind of get them to scale really well. Um, not just hyper attacks like Murlocs, not just like high defense stats, but kind of a good balance of both. Uh, I kind of, it kind of feels kind of demonish, you know, with like, if you play like big demons without the punishment to your own health total, the only problem that I've run into is again, because everybody's playing elementals, you start to dilute the amount of growth that all the elementals get. So, and they're also, they hit kind of, you know, they, they die a lot to Murlocs, so, um, you know, just your standard run-in-the-mill. I, I think they're like a mid-tier class. Um, they don't outplay Murlocs. They don't outplay Beasts, but I do think that they could definitely kick on Demons because of the high health total. Yeah, so with these two, uh, Celestalon posted on Twitter that when these are out on the board together, right, because it's Molten Raw, or... Uh, Party Elemental and Molten Rock. You have Party Rock. Party on the Rock. Board. Oh my gosh. And I, lo yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it oh. so much, which makes me love these more. And maybe I keep them longer than I should because I'm like, yeah, Party Rock. And then I'm like, I should have gotten rid of these like three turns ago. <laughs> yeah, I did that in my first game. I got Kael'thas. I had this with Elemental too, or like, it just happened that Selemental was my third buy. So I had a bigger one. I was like, I can get rid of this now. Like, it's, it's my biggest minion, but I want to sell it for the droplet. <laughs> I love Molten I love Molten Rock. 
and party elemental is just something that i think i need to learn how to learn when to sell you know why maleficent hates elementals because her husband likes to party rock in millhouse tonight (laughs) (laughs) moving on i love this show Oh Tier three God. has three minions. We have Stasis Elemental, Arcane Assistant, and Crackling Cyclone. Uh, Stasis Elemental is a 4-4 with Battle Cry. Add another random elemental to Bob's Tavern and freeze it. Um, Arcane Assistant is a 3-2 that gives your other elementals plus one, plus one. And Crackling Cyclone is a 4-1 that has both Divine Shield and Wind Fury. Um, I really like all of these. Um, Obviously, Arcane Assistant is kind of the, if you're going all in Elementals, this is a great buy and sell. Uh, Stasis Elemental, I like to kind of just toss one out at some point when I kind of know that this is the board that I want to work with. Uh, Especially, or because, you know, I mean, it's frozen. That means next turn you'll have it. The only problem that I have with Stasis Elemental is that if you refresh the board, then you've done nothing. So yeah. uh, you've got another Elemental, but that's about it. So it, it's kind of like a you play it last, and if you play it last, like you're not really able to continue developing your board. Uh, and then Crackling Cyclone, I really like. The only problem is is the one health. Like you can buff it, but. It can also just die relatively easily. You have to, it's great with something like Ragnaros because you can just like go infinite with it. It's great with uh, some of the other minions that we'll talk about in a couple of turns or in the next round, but you have to start building up that health total. And if you don't, it's just kind of useless and you're going to die. Yeah. It's kind of like Murlocs where it's, it can have that great attack not it, it's pretty weak though it can die easily but you're guaranteed to at least get two hits with it somewhere so i mean at that tier three it feels pretty good because you you kind of can do some work with it early on uh, but yeah buffing it feels pretty important yeah so i'll talk since we just talked about crackling i'll go on that one first i think it is very good at tier three um when you're it, when people are in that tier three range because not many there are not many taunt minions that are going to have more than eight health um obviously you could have a really grown molten rock molten yeah molten rock that tier two elemental um i like that the golden version of cyclone has mega wind fury that's pretty solid, except it's only got two health, so you really have to have it buffed at that point for the Mega Wind Fury to do anything. Um, Arcane Assistant is great. It is pretty much Crystal Weaver for Elementals, except it also is an Elemental, so it can also help feed into other things like Party Elemental uh, in cards we will discuss later. Uh, and Stasis Elemental is okay. Like I think it can be pretty good. But I really haven't. It seems better later when you can like start really going for uh, 
it's, massive it's all about the cycle i mean if you think about like you you grab a stasis elemental yeah. it gives you a elemental, and then you buy the elemental. You sell the stasis elemental, you sell the elemental, and then you sell the water droplet afterwards. If you have something, yeah, if you have like you a party elemental maybe. there, you have molten rock, then you're going to see advantages. But other than that, like it doesn't do anything. Like other than that, it's just a 4-4. And, and the Mega Wind Fury thing on Crackling Cyclone when it's golden, literally the next turn just kind of makes it irrelevant. So like... At, Tavern tier four, you have Whirlwind Tempest, uh, Tempest, you have Wildfire Elemental, and you have Deadly Spore, one of the only new minions that doesn't that isn't an elemental or affects elementals. And then you also have Major Domo Executus. And oh boy, we'll we'll kind of hit these one by one really quick. So Whirlwind Temp Tempest. Sure. Your minions with Wind Fury have Mega Wind Fury. Okay, so what minions below Tavern Tier 6 have Wind Fury? Crackling Cyclone. And that's Crackling. it. So it's, it's like if one. you have a Golden Cyclone and you have Whirlwind Tempest, you the two cancel each other out. There's like no reason to buy this hero and Golden your Cyclone. You know what would have been really scary? Is if Megasaur still existed. Oh, man. Because <laughs> then you could just play that and then play Tempest. That, I'm sorry. You're a terrible I person. Like, I just painted a gross <laughs> picture in my head. Yeah, I'm a terrible person. I feel horrible right now. <laughs> but that doesn't exist because Blizzard did the right thing. Megasaur died for Thank this. Thank you, Blizzard. <laughs> yes, Megasaur died for this. I, I'm actually 100%. I could say that like with pretty good certainty that this card would not I would have uninstalled the game if Megasaur was still in play and they were announced this. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, this podcast. Like, well, that's the just... show, folks. See you later. <laughs> that's the show, folks. Yeah, we can just pull a Porky Pig. It's all Wildfire folks. Elemental, 7-3. Uh, right. uh, after this attacks a and kills a minion, deal excess damage to a random adjacent minion. Again, this is why Ragnaros is busted. Because when you have something like this and you've been feeding it a few times, like one, when it's golden, it deals damage to both adjacent minions and it's a 14-6. So like once you start making that like 20, 30, 40 then you can just nuke boards. Yep. I hate playing against this thing. Yeah. It's wrecked me quite a few times. Yeah. It's yeah, it's pseudo cleave that becomes cleave. And that's really good. Yep. Deadly spore. It's it has no tribe. Uh so it's a neutral. Uh it's a one-one with poisonous. And I I think this should be cheaper. I think it should be a Tavern Tier 3 minion. Um, only because it's a 1-1. One, one. Like, and you're not going to be able to really give it Divine Shield. You're not going to be able to protect this. You're not really able to buff it all that much. Unless you have, like, um, Edwin. Or if you have, like, Ragnaros. And it's kind of in the late game. I mean, it's... Yeah. I, I'm glad that there are more poisonous minions now. There's effectively two 
or three, I guess. But it was like they got rid of global poisons and then gave us like a little bit of poison. Like this is like poison ivy. Like that. Like it's just going to irritate you more than like it's not really going to do anything. Yeah. I I first saw this and I was like, I don't get it. I just I I tier four one one poisonous. I don't know. No tags. Like there's no tribe. I just <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. Uh, maybe this, there's more use for it, but it feels a little bad. This feels like a response to Pogo Hopper. Like Pogos were popping off, and they were like, we need something that like just kills the Pogo. And like, yeah, this, it does that. That's its only job unless you have, you know, magnetized the pogo and gave it divine shield and taunt. And then at that point, again, it's useless again because you have to feed two minions into it. Um, But yeah, like I said, I I think it should be cheaper. I think it's, I understand that they wanted to add poison to it. I just don't think that at four, at four, you're in the mid game. You're really trying to get that advantage and you can't do that if you got, a one-one sitting on your board. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It, it could have come in at a tier three and still been uh, good. I, I think I, I think my only experience with this card was really good because I was Omu, so I was I was cheering up at such an accelerated rate that that card became so super collection actually. Because um, when it got in the later game, I just was like, well. I have a deadly spore. It's just sit it in the back. This massive pogo is just gonna keep like even though the pogo might be knocking out all my stuff. Eventually, I'm gonna kill it because the spore is gonna come around and hit the hit the taunt pogo. Why wouldn't you put it, it second then? Or big taunt minion. No. I got second place because I eventually lost to. Um, oh, I don't think it was pogos though. It was. A, it might have hmm. been like a brand with pogos. Or something like that, where it was an absurd amount of big stuff that I couldn't clear, but I was able to clear one big thing, and it, it helped me actually beat a Jandis that had one big golden pogo because they didn't play it right. Brand with Murlocs OP, I'm just saying. Oh, was it Brand with Murlocs? I don't remember. It was Brand with something. <laughs> they kicked my butt. So and then place, Major Domo, Major, God, is it Major Domo? Because I'm like, oh, Major Domo. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's everyone's it's, favorite yeah. weeaboo. <laughs> Major Domo yeah. Executus is I, a 6-3. At the end of your turn, give your leftmost minion plus one, plus one for each elemental you played this turn. This card is just bad. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm going to say it. This card's bad. Like, I like. I like the design. I like the design kind of behind it. If you know, I think because it's like, so again, referencing old Hearthstone, old Hearthstone WoW stuff, Executus was a card that was in standard and it would give, and when you did it, it would summon Rag. And so I think the fact that it has a similar effect to Ragnaros is really interesting. I mean, really if it made my hero power Ragnaros, then like, yeah, the card would be broken. I mean, yeah, that would be great, but I mean, it, I just think the fact that it's like got an effect similar to Sulfuros, just not at as, as strong of a level, is is at least interesting and not just and at least has some tie to something. But yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, it's 
it's Edwin's hero power on a body, but it's even more restrictive because you have to play elementals and it only applies to the leftmost minion. <laughs> and you have to have this on board. I don't know. Yeah, it feels pretty bad. Yeah. Feels like a worse Calicos. <laughs> yeah. A way worse Calicos. You could say it's almost nightmarish. Just like Tavern Tier 5 where you have Nomi, Kitchen Nightmare, and Lorag, and Tavern Tempest. And yeah. Uh, Nomi is a 4-4 after you play an elemental. Elementals in Bob's Tavern have plus one, plus one for the rest of the game. This is what Domo should have been. <laughs> like, they could just get rid of Domo and just make this Tavern Tier 4. And yeah, it would have been fine. Nomi's great. I think great is an understatement. It, <laughs> nope. Yeah. The only annoying part, the only annoying part is that when you refresh and one of the things is there, it kind of like freezes the uh, the way that things come out nope. a little bit because it has to buff because it has to buff the elemental when you get it and it stacks. This is not a one time thing. It is an additive like so eventually you'll have things that are massive when you get them off the board, which is insane. Um, especially when you get a golden Nomi. I got that. I got that in my first game playing with the elementals i got a golden nomi yep little rag i like little rag little rag's fun uh four four after you play an elemental give a random friendly minion stats equal to the elementals tavern tier so again nice solid reward for playing a minion uh it it just it, it just grows it just keeps on scaling like you can just Oh, here's an elemental. I'm going to grab this and buff it and sell it. And then next, do another one, do another one, do another one. And it affects, yeah. it's random, but it affects any of your minions, not just the elementals. Yeah. And it's cute. Yeah. Little Rag is really is, yeah. good. Very, very good minion. I don't know. They made Rock and Issue and then they made Little Rag. Little Rag's a better Rock and Issue. Really, it it really is. Like yeah. <laughs> Little Rag is Rock and Issue's hero power, yeah. but it also hits the board. Uh, Tavern Tempest Battle Cry. Add another random elemental to your hand. This is great when you have Little Rag. Like mm -hmm. play Little Rag, play Tavern mm -hmm. Tempest. Gain plus five, plus five on a minion, plus something in your hand. And if it's golden, add two other random elementals to your hand. So buffs all day. Love yeah, there's it. just in all of these minions, there's so many buffs. There's so many ways to buff elementals and, and just other minions. It's and that is why what you mentioned earlier, Jay, like with how fast these can scale, that's why there's so many different buff potentials. I feel like Nomi, Rag, and uh Tavern Tempest play well together. Like it's it's great if you have you know one of these but then it's really amazing when you have all three of these all right lieutenant gar starts off tavern tier six uh eight one elemental with taunt after you play an elemental gain plus one health for each elemental that you have uh i mean 
it's not bad. I think that it's overrated. I I think you can do a lot with it, but you got two problems. One, you have to play an ele- an elemental, which means that you have to like keep space so that you can keep cycling minions, which means again, you're unless you have someone like Nomi, you're gonna your elementals aren't really gonna keep growing as much. It it can die relatively easily the first few times, and it's also a tavern tier six, which means that everyone else kind of has big stuff like a Malgadon. So, yeah, not really too worried about this thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like this at tier six. I think it should be a little lower tier for what it does. At least tavern tier five. I think this at. I think this at. I think this at five would be fine. Yeah. I don't know. Just because the fact that it's gain plus one health for each elemental it feels a bit stronger uh one of the one of the lobbies that i had i lost to somebody who was still a tier five and they had two of these and then some other elementals i got totally wrecked because i couldn't even get through their taunts the the two of these guards and i was like well <laughs> that sucks uh yeah. don't know what to do about that yeah, I can see that happening. I think the earlier you get him, the better. The earlier you can get a guard. I just think it's really easy to play around, though. Like, if you know that it's there. Like, when you're in the top, like, three, the top oh, yeah. four, like, you know it's there. Just start investing in poison. Deadly spore. Yep. <laughs> get that one one. Uh, yep. The other one, the last the last minion is Gentle Ginny. Um, I like the wordplay. I think that is awesome. But it's a 6-8 with taunt and it's death rattle. This is like the only death rattle for elementals. I just noticed that. That's wild. Um, Yeah, death rattle is summon another random elemental and add a copy of it to your hand. This is awesome. But I often struggle to see it like be useful because it's a tavern tier six yeah i i see your point there (laughs) i like this card but you're right um it's tier six and at tier six i think i've had it a couple times and i've actually like like I've gone to try and gone for the golden one, but by the time I end up trying to go for it, I'm just like, well, it just feels like a sellable minion that I can, that like, I don't know, at some point it's just like, there's other, there's other better things, there's more buffing I need to do where this card kind of can stop that because it's just a board space. And yeah, it gives you extra um, things if it dies. Um, so you want to make sure it dies. It's a good thing it has taunt so that it usually does. But yeah, I think I don't know. There's there might be some non-elementally comp that it works in, but I don't know. I think all these elementals are. This is like something where everything's super cohesive and they all kind of play off each other. I really like that about the totality of this tribe. 
Yeah, the weird thing with this one to me is that, I mean, it, it seems great, right? You're summoning something else, you get a copy in your hand, but so you get one thing just because that's that's what happens when it dies. Well, it's only going to die once, so you get one thing, and then you have to have this on board. Some of the time, yeah, I'd rather just... I'd rather just spend the gold or whatever and, and buy more things or buy what I want in the tavern instead of having this on my board, waiting for it to die, and then waiting for the next round to see whatever random elemental I got added to my hand. Yeah, that's that's kind of the, the headache is just there's so many better things at each of these tavern tiers. Like, would you rather buy this or Malgadon? Amalgadon. If you have pirates, like, are you Amalgadon. buying this or Dread Pirate Eliza? Probably Eliza. Or, or you know, the Tide Razor. Like, <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. Like, there's, there's so many things that each of these tavern tiers that just seems like a better choice, but the cohesiveness, as you were mentioning, really makes it hard not to want to go down the elemental route. And that's that's the thing I think that people that keeps people buying elementals. Like every time I face somebody, there's always like at least one elemental on their board. And I'm like, no, just don't. Like again, I wrecked with Bran using Pogos and Murlocs. I had like a 2020 Pogo hopper and a bunch of murlocs with poison and i proceeded to stomp every single person because they had tried to go with this elemental synergy route and at the end of the day i was just doing what the hero does and letting the hero work for me and not try to force something so i don't know all in all i think elementals are very middle of the road I would even say they're probably weaker than like, I think they're weaker than Murlocs. They're probably better than demons. They're weaker than end game beasts, but they're better than mid tier beasts. And then mechs. I mean, mechs just need a lot of help right now in general. So mechs are kind of at the bottom of the list. I, I've done well with mechs lately. Non-pogo mechs. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, we are talking non-pogo mechs, like running with deflecto bots and annoyo modules and uh, ref replicating menaces and stuff like that. Building boards with that and like junk bot, pos even like throwing in a junk bot with um, security rover, stuff like that. I've done pretty well with that because it kind of works well against. It can tend to work well and kind of shave down comps that are kind of bigger because you have to keep on going through divine shields and stuff like that. But yeah, I think they're, you know, it's still pretty weak compared to like endgame beasts and murlocs and, and or endgame murlocs and endgame beasts. Yeah, I, to me, this feels so far, it's felt like when pirates. Uh, were introduced to the battlegrounds where at first the, i mean because that's all you saw and then people started figuring out how to scale and it was like 
oh my God, these pirates are insane. They're huge. How do we deal with this? And I, I think that's the point we're at with the elementals. People are like, these elementals are ridiculous. They're huge and gigantic and and wind fury. And it's like, yeah, I don't think they're quite as good. Let's just wait for it to calm down a little bit. And again, once that like rotation thing happens, then I think it's, yeah, they'll they'll probably end up somewhere in the middle. And it'll be it'll be fine. I think they'll be slightly stronger than pirates. I don't care for pirates too much now. Yeah, I feel like the pirates you really need that kind of end game, like the Eliza and that stuff, like we were mentioning. Um, I think the elementals have a better mid game. So that that's the point where I'm feeling right now. Yeah, I. I don't know. I wonder what's next because I mean, again, like other than just adjustments, they they've hit all of the, all the tribes, haven't they? Except for totems. And I mean, maybe as they, maybe as the game evolves and continues to evolve, maybe there will be a new tribe. Maybe gnomes will come into, to battleground or into hearthstone as a whole or something. I don't know, but I wonder what they can continue to do. And I think that at this point, that's going to be the thing that makes backgrounds either successful or not. It's going to be how well can it continue to change? That's the thing that has made battlegrounds as successful as um, an auto battler as it is when I mean, all the other auto battlers, I think we mentioned this a few weeks ago. No one's really talking about any of the other auto battlers anymore. Battlegrounds is just kind of it. And I think it was because all of the other ones didn't really evolve. They just kind of stayed the same. And right now you got Fall Guys and Among Us and people are wanting to play Battle Royale still. And like, there's so much, there's so many things craving your attention. You have to keep innovating and keep changing the game and making reasons for people to come in and, and actually want to play the game. Yeah, I think I think the only I think TFT is the only one that's kept up anyway with Battlegrounds because they they rotate sets. They're in like we're in like season two, they're in like set four. So that there are they are rotating things out. I remember when they changed one time, it, and it, that's what kind of lost me because I couldn't adapt to that specific set. But they like revamped every single character to be a new to be a new tribe, or like yeah, to be like a new tribe class, whatever, and have new effects. <laughs> it was crazy, but that in itself, I think, drove some drove some people away because they didn't keep any cohesion. And Battlegrounds has consistently kept cohesion with what they're doing. So kudos to Blizzard for what they've been doing with this game mode. All right, everybody. Well, that is it. That is the 18.4 patch. Uh, I would expect there to be some adjustments. Again, Shinvala might get touched. I don't know. Rocket Issue will probably get touched because it's bad. Uh, and then, of course, there will be some fine-tuning uh, as they see fit. The next big update is going to be on the 13th of October when everyone gets access to these heroes. Again, right now they're only they're limited to those with the tavern pass, which is on sale. 
But that is our coverage of this. If you want to talk with us more about it, you can do so using uh, our Discord. We have a free Discord for anybody that to join. There will be a link in the show notes with an invite there. Uh, come say hi. We have a bunch of people in there. We were just uh, during the pre-show, we were looking for some of the players that we know are top 200 caliber players to see if they had regained ground in the reset. And uh, yeah, uh, if you want to hear that content, well, just become a Patreon member. Uh, you subscribe at any level, you get access to our Patreon perks, which at the moment include access to the pre-show. And we also got an update, a shout out to one of our existing patrons, Brandon Carlson or uh, Slinky. Slinky. Yeah. Slinky, thank you so much. Up, upgrading your pledge. You're awesome. And we thank you so much for that. And we promise to keep bringing the fire just like Rock and Issue has been trying to do for so long and has failed at miserably. Um, <laughs> if you want to connect with us online, you can do so on Twitter at whatever our Twitter handle is, which is Bob's Tavern HS. Uh, if you want to talk to the bartenders, you can do so online as well. You can reach me at KJY Miller. Uh, what about? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Donnie DK, uh, D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Uh, you can also find me streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DK. And you can find me on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash drfeesh, D-O-C-T-O-R-F-E-E-S-H. And you can also find me streaming on Twitch at and of course, as I mentioned before, you can catch all of this at bobstavern.pub. But that's going to do it for this week. So if you like shots that are lit on fire, you might want to go with Rakanishu. If you like your shots ice cold, you might want to go with Chinvala. But if you like winning, there's only one choice, Swagneros. So let's toast to him and then get out of here because the tavern is closed, everybody. Get out. Your dark corner is ready for brooding. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads. You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.